Warning, this is the Pull Up Base Podcast. If you've not seen 2010's Inception, do me us all a favor, pause this, go watch it, come back and join the conversation. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcast app that's out there Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, we're everywhere, goddammit. Even on Twitch. Today, Go45 is powered by WhiteCupBNT.com. That's right, bitch. Go to WhiteCupBNT.com. You get some bomb-ass shirts of all sizes. You get all your threads to cover you and your lady. Especially if she's got a fat ass throws her stupid crazy ass out of a building. <laughs> oh, you gotta have it now. We'll come down to 7203 Navigation in H-Town and come grab you some. You greedy bitch. Crazy stupid bitch. <laughs> What? You need more. You need a dream bigger, darling. Fuck, I got you. My man's down at White Cup on that boat like El Chapo. Just hit them up for that serious weight. Just let them fade. You stay here. Go to White Cup. That's who you're you're being? (laughs) I was trying to figure out who you were here. That's the most least offensive... Good for you, bro. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, holy shit. <laughs> because, no, I just want to explain. <laughs> if anyone's actually watched this movie at home, you have to turn it up so loud. Right. To until hear what the fuck they're saying. Until you don't. Until you don't. Sorry. Yeah. Use the promo code CULT45 for 20% off your total purchase. Wakeupvnt.com. They fucks with us. And as always, we're probably you, our listeners, our fans, everyone who supports us on our Podbean, all of our uh, Patreon listeners. Without you guys, we wouldn't be shit. This is Joey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You are now listening to Call 45, the only cold movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax. Yeah, welcome everybody to a heady edition of Code 45. I'm your host, Beaten Down. Today I'm joined by, as always, Random Randy Savage. Yeah, guys, this is weird because, um, you know, Inception was like a four-year-old movie when I started doing this podcast. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> it's like, there's no way we could do this. No Smash way. cut to 20 fucking 23. Um, I know. Holy shit, bro. A lot of things have changed. A lot of things, yeah between everyone cast members and podcast hosts alike um i know like nobody in this cat this whole movie is like almost too old for leonardo dicaprio very nice sir uh (laughs) we're highbrow bitch um yeah man let's talk about our first time watching this movie uh your first time watching inception bro what was your thoughts how did you feel about this movie i felt like it was an incredible idea Mm -hmm. and i've like i've always been fascinated with dreams and I always tell people, like in re- like in the way I perceive dreams, dreams are the membrane of the multiverse. So when we go into the dream, we actually see our past, present, future, alternate lives in bits and pieces and fragments. We live those lives for just a microsecond for the for that time dilation that happens between dreams. And I was like, because in my mind, it makes more sense because you see the same people that you're aware of, but in totally different and unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. and realities. And it's like, and so when I saw, saw this movie, it's like, oh yeah, I guess this is how Nolan considers dreaming because he always likes to fuck with time. 
<laughs> yeah, bro. I didn't realize, you know, looking at the trivia, this was like fucking mind blowing. I didn't realize that the song that they play as like the kick mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie, uh, the runtime was like two minutes, uh, 42 seconds and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The movie itself runs two hours, 48 minutes. Like it is, it, it literally like syncs up to that. And I thought that was like super cool. Like there's a, and then like the lyrics were like dead on for like the movie and shit. So I was like, it's all a lot of really cool coincidences. Also the fact that Cillian Murphy's head is always in the bag in the Nolan movie. So now I want to watch Oppenheimer to see if somebody throws a bag on his head again on this one with Scarecrow. I bet they do too. Like they take him to the bunkers or whatever. Like <laughs> I got to put this over your head, sir. Put this bag on your head, bro. Sorry. Put this bag over your head. Um, my first time seeing this, I was more so impressed that it wasn't like really 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 up its own ass it was fairly easy for me to follow the movie and i didn't like pat myself on the back for not being confused you know what i mean like i felt like they did a good enough job of laying out rules without it seeming like tacked on like they were like kind of forced to do it like i I was really impressed of how they kind of sort of gave you a high concept but kept it very kind of simple but still First watch is super like, where are we going with this? Second watch, it's like, oh shit, okay, I can see this really clearly. Third watch, you're like, oh yeah, I absolutely understand what's going on fully and, and truly, and this is fucking neat. Um, I remember not hating this, but I did not see it in theaters, which I, I is one of my one of my biggest regrets. I think I do remember watching this on the big screen. Nice. And I was like, yeah, because I remember like they're talking about it, and I went to go see it in IMAX, and I was like, this is an experience, bro. Like, nice. Um, <laughs> You know what's funny? That's that song we we're talking about. Slow the fuck down. Oh shit! Right, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm a I'm gonna be the the guy on this podcast that doesn't go so far up the movie's ass. I'm gonna try to yeah. keep it as dumbed down as possible. Cause it's a dream, nice dream inside a 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 dream. So let's get started. <laughs> what a way to kick that off. Shout um, out to Matt Bronger. <laughs> right? Shout out to uh, my boy Leonardo DiCaprio, who's been, you know, who should have won more than one Oscar several times. But here he is, washing ashore, looking all disheveled and crazy. Um, poo-poo on this. Damn Rick it, and Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick and Morty. <laughs> but, like, uh, you know, he shows up when we see Rajal Ghul, a.k.a. <laughs> Saito, as a super old man. And they're doing a bunch of foreshadowing conversations and I'm like, where the fuck is this movie going? And then we snap to a younger-looking Cobb and a young mm-hmm. Saito, um, have, chop, you know, chopping up with Arthur, who's played by uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Probably. Robin! <laughs> yeah, also possibly Joe Grizzly as we continue on with this. Right. But um, I really like this character in this movie. Cobb is, like, talking shop, explaining explaining um, dream security yeah. to, uh, <laughs> to our boy Saito, who is like, bitch, anyway... And he leaves. <laughs> he's like, why, am, why would I buy something to help me protect me while I sleep? No one would be stupid enough to try and take me out from my, like, industrial compound or wherever I'm at, like, Japanese fortress. Yeah, but they're in that dream right motherfucking now. Oh. Um, we find out that, because um, he's trying to leave and, like, she's getting kind of tense. And we find out that he's actually already in a dream. Um, so he wakes up in his apartment where he's smashing his side hoe. And there's like a bunch of crazy shit going on, like a bunch of like war tone bullshit happening. Like it's it's breakneck, and you're and it's kind of giving you like a nice little taste of what you're about to fucking get. So they're they're giving you like the baby version, so you can get your mind acclimated for this fucking because you're in a kiddie pool right now. Right, we're not even in the deep end of this. Oh, you're about to go to an Olympic sized pool of just effects and slow motion and crazy shit. 
So um, they're trying to extract the information out of them. They're like, all right, we tried it the soft way, bitch. Fuck it. Going full Tarantino now, and he kicks him on the ground, puts a gun on him. Tell me where the fuck is you? Where the dreams are? I don't know. I forgot what he was asking for. Oh, yeah, the documents. Yeah. Because uh, Leo, uh, earlier, Arthur and um, Cobb were like, yo, I, you know, like when I said the word safe, he looked at the safe. That's where the information is, you know what I'm saying? So he's trying, he was trying to get the information out of the safe, and it was all redacted shit. Then the second layer, or the actual real reality, or whatever you want to call it, um, he's going to blow his brains out on his fucking carpet. I love how you're reminded quickly, Randy, that this is his side bitch's apartment. Yeah, because he's had his face. When he was getting pegged by his side bitch, he felt what it, what the carpet felt like against his cheek. All the stains he was talking about, the stains he made with yeah. his lover. Like, All the stains. Oh, like, the stains of butt. It's stains of butt stuff and like just... <laughs> chocolate syrup and fucking <laughs> donkey jism they brought a donkey in the apartment yeah he's like <laughs> i know i know what this feels like and there's no crusty of it at all in the carpet <laughs> so obviously it feels like polyester not like the latex i'm used to i'm like oh okay well that makes more sense right i forgot to mention earlier that there's this crazy bitch named mal <laughs> crazy bitch um, she fucked up the first, she fucked up the, the heist. Um, and like, she knows Arthur. We're like, what's going on with that? It's mystery. Arthur knows who this bitch is, who mm-hmm. Mal is. And like, if you know Spanish and other languages, you know Mal means bad. But it's from Mallory. Also, is that Talia Ghul? That is Talia Ghul. Uh, she was acting good in this movie. Um, That's what I was thinking too. I was like, what happened here? Like. Right. Saito was like, yo, like this was an addition for you guys. Like anyway, and you failed it miserably. But it turns out that this nigga was actually in another dream. <gasps> Two dreams, bitch. A dream inside Uh-oh. a dream inside a dream inside a dream and drive dream. So fucking um he's on a goddamn train. Getting injected. So like we have a train spotting reference? I don't know. Jokes. Um, sorry. Well, this this movie ends with a train and then begins with the train. Yes, a lot, lot of trains. Lots of trains. He loves um, trains. So here's a couple things, guys. You know, like if you want to like poke holes and shit, you also gotta like remember the fact that you accepted that niggas can dream together. And the fact you already accepted that, which is a high concept in itself, that was like talked away in like one sentence. Shut the fuck up. How I come they're able to no, I no, 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 assume no, that you. this was I was like, I assume this was new technology that was brought mm-hmm. into the world. And because it was new technology, it allowed some people to abuse the technology. I was like, so. All I know is like, they yada, 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 the, the, how they dream together. But this, and right. that's, I feel like that's fine because that's the concept. You came to the movie to see the shit happen in the fucking first place. Right. But like, Saito's low key impressed by what's happening. But Cobb and Arthur fucking failed. Arthur's mad because he's like, yo, number one, they were mad at the. Um, so the way that it's set up is you have architects and shit. And I, I think um, Nolan kind of explained it, like how like movie shit goes. You have mm-hmm. like your director, which is Cobb, your uh, set designer or whatever, like that's uh, Arthur more or less. Mm-hmm. But like, so whoever, like Arthur was in charge of the really cool looking Japanese fortress. Right. Impeccable. Oh, wonderful. Uh, the other guy who's, don't, he doesn't matter. He's dead. He's going to be dead. The other guy was the one in charge of the, uh, the, the fuck pad apartment yeah right but he was just like i didn't know he was gonna grind his mouth against the fucking floor fair fair argument but um so like each person would be 
the house for the dream to have and then like somebody else will kind of stand back and not be there because they got to go a layer deep so this is a two-layer dream it's very impressive yada 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 right um but they failed and they're trying to get the fuck out and who's in the helicopter waiting for these niggas Oroku Saki it's Raja Gul that's pretty terrifying though because you're trying to run from these things he's like nope 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 also I'm gonna give this nigga up to the to Cobol Corporation who's this it's a corporation that Cobb was working for it's a very nebulous unknown thing my understanding was it was the people who actually invented the dream the dream technology I like that and also that you know I like how later on the movie who would have the most to gain if they caught Cobb or killed Cobb like Mm. That way they could scrub his identity and his entire existence from the world and they could bring this technology out into the world for everyone to use. Because right now it seems like a very niche thing that only rich people really know about. Hmm. I do like, I put a, in my note, a totem suicide check mm-hmm. before they, before he left because like, he has this uh, little uh, spinny top that he uses. And we don't know what it means in that moment. But he puts, right. a, gun, he puts a gun to his head and you're like, what? <laughs> but he's checking to see if he's dreaming. Now, uh, for, for our Inception heads who are in here, like, already mad that we're not doing the deep dive in this, do notice this. Uh, whenever Cobb is dreaming, he's wearing his wedding ring. Wedding ring. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind, everybody. Keep in also, mind. from the mouth of the man himself, mm-hmm. if you see a character in this movie next to Cobb, he's still, yeah. he's absolutely in the reality realm. Yes. So. Um, Two things I hate. Intolerance of others and the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> so, but right before he has this like big suicide check, he has a phone call from his kids. Mm-hmm. They, they ask all the tough questions like, are you coming home? Where's mommy? Um, why, why does our granddad, why is our granddad constantly like punch the wall and drink too much? <laughs> It's a it's a rough phone call, and like a, we see visions of them, but we never see their face. It's always the same right. sequence of uh, the little boy sitting down, the little girl running off to go do something. We always see the back of their heads every single time, and it was weird. And you will see it a lot more in this movie. So back to the chopper guys. So Saito's like, "Hey, I need you guys to do an Inception." And Arthur's like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Go fuck yourself." Cobb kind of knows, but he's like, "I'm not interested," and he's like. Don't you want to go home to that awkward situation you're going to have when you see your kids explaining that mommy is like in heaven? He's like, yeah, sure. I would love that. That sounds cool. I don't know how you could do that. I'm mega rich. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forgot how that works. I'm stupid rich. (laughs) So Cobb goes to his dad, who is somehow Michael Caine. (laughs) No, he goes to uh, Maul's dad, who is somehow Michael Caine. Oh, Maul's dad is Michael Caine. Maul's dad is Michael Caine. Oh, that even makes less sense. But makes whatever. even less sense. But that's fine. Um, but I think, I, but I because I always thought that was his dad. That's hilarious. No, that's it was Maul's dad. I'm dumb as fuck. But like, not everything else didn't catch that. Ain't that some shit? Because like he says, your daughter, not your daughter-in-law. It's like, uh, how do I explain to your? How do you explain to your kids that my daughter is dead? Like, gotcha, you know, gotcha, like gotcha. I I missed that. I can't believe I missed that. But it's, Jesus. But the only way I know for sure is because he knows that this technology exists. He knows the dangers that are involved. And he also knows that it could fuck with your head so much if you were to 
push it too far. You guys are exploring this technology. He and he like teaches people like how to use it in a sense, right? Like he has because he was like no, he's, he's an art. He's an physical architect teacher. Oh, he teaches how to people how to build things, but that that skill set translate in the dream world. Ah, uh, I see. So Cobb is like, I need a student better than I ever was. And Michael Caine's like, I don't care. I don't care what his name is. I mean, his character name. Michael Caine's like, Yo, I know a chick who's better than your ass is. And it's um, how do you pronounce her name? Is 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 Aubrey? Huh? Adrian. 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 Um, I, I called her Alex. It's pretty ambiguous. Stop. <laughs> it was either that or Leslie. Also ambiguous. Stop. stop. Just stop it. So Adrian is um. Is having a conversation with a cop as we establish more rules of how this shit works. Right. And he's like, yeah, bitch, um, you know, sometimes you don't even know how a dream starts. Like, how do we even get here? And she's like, well, we came from the, oh, I'm dreaming. He's like, calm down, slow down. She doesn't calm down. And everything fucking exposed around her. Everything looks cool. Like, these effects are super cool as, like, They're shit really cool up around them and shit. But um, it was, like, and this is all practical, too. Like, Yes. Air cannons up the asshole made this shot happen. They did surprisingly very few visual effects in comparison to how much we think they did. Like they did right. a lot of practical shit. As far as you know, the the trailer picture of the world folding in on itself on some Doctor Strange type shit. Even though uh, Inception did it first, um, of course that's digital effects. But like the really really cool shit, the super duper cool shit, practical mm-hmm. as fuck, pretty practical dope, fuck. pretty fucking dope. Um. So we, 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 we're getting a little bit more rules because she wakes up and she's like, we've been there for a whole hour. What are you talking about? Five minutes. So we're learning about time distortion right. between dreams and shit and like how it can get crazy as levels go down. No way. That's going to be a problem later. Oh, no. I'm sure it'll be fine. Right. So um, she, so they go back in for like, you know, for uh, Jedi Padawan training for like dreamscapes and the architecture and whatnot. And like. Adrian's learning like how like what she should do and shouldn't do because like we we're getting like matrix vibes too right. as far as like how the subconscious works and like when they pay attention to you when you're fucking with the world too much a la matrix mm-hmm. and I thought that was kind of neat but um you know Adrian's going ham because she's like oh well let me do some flippity do shit and she's like fucking with the town messing with like things from her actual memory and cop is like bitch wait no stop that stop it don't no, anything you do not out. recreate dreamscapes with your memories. She's like, why would you? What is that about? He's <laughs> like, because it's the easiest trap to fall into recreating memories over and over again and being stuck down here. I love how, how she asks probing questions that would answer so much of the movie plot, but then she winds up getting her ass beat by uh, Cobb's subconscious. Yep. <laughs> and crazy bitch comes out of nowhere and stabs her in the fucking stomach. <laughs> <laughs> For my father! <laughs> Don't be asking questions, bitch. Um, so we learn about the dream totems and what it means. So we understand. So now we know what the spinny top is, is all about. Right. And like no one else should touch your totem. Don't let him. Don't let. Don't touch. I, the thing about Cobb is, <laughs> he'll love to set these rules for everybody else, but then it's rules for thee, but not for me. That's called main character syndrome, sir. <laughs> the hubris of a main character. Um, I mean, look, dude, look, Goku. Like, you can don't go past times two, Goku for Kaioken. 
smash because this nigga saying times 30 and his whole body explodes. Yeah, this, nobody listens. Fuck rules. He's a dumbass. Um, <laughs> and a clown. Uh, but they're basically dream anchors, these totems, to make sure, like, you know, you'll do a little thing for it. And if you know it's off by a little bit, then you know that you're fucking dreaming. Right. Shoot yourself in the head. What can go wrong? Um, so remember how I was talking about we have our, because, like, you know, the Inception heist is going down. So, you know, Saito's already, like, bankrolling this shit. Let them know what they need to do. My boy has to get his cast for his oceans, whatever the fuck, right? Yep. So we have our, uh, we got our two, well, we got a director, we got our producer, basically. Um, we got our, hell, we, we got our studio, which is Saito, damn near. Mm-hmm. Um, now we need our actor. Enter Tom Hardy as Eames. I really like this character. This he's our actor. He's my actor. He's he's fucking fun. I play everyone. <laughs> um, so they're talking. You know, a cop is talk, talking shop trying to talk him into this shit, and he's like, you, you know, you think we can do this? He's like, of course you can do it. It's just a dumbass idea. <laughs> like, why would you want to put it in? I mean, it's possible, but the problem is, like, the idea doesn't take because the brain, the body understands that the idea didn't come from you. It wasn't organic. It, so it doesn't accept it as real. So it right. rejects it automatically. Got to do a whole lot of shit. But he brings up his boy, Yusuf, who is our, who's going to be our new chemist mm-hmm. um, with some stronger shit. Because like the, they're going to do a three-layer dream. You know what I'm saying? Which is like, you know, it's untested water. is kind of crazy. But we need like a sedative that will like get you fucking opioid out and like, i know a guy but you know it's too much talking and yip yap right now mm-hmm. we have not had a really cool action sequence where leonardo caprio is just doming a bunch of uh, projections so we get a whole chase by cobalt cobalt is after him and he's like i'm gonna lose the tail uh then we're gonna come back here and talk some more <laughs> because why would they think we came back yeah what kind of crazy person would do that what kind of psychopath does psychopath. that i like what he's like so that bounty on my head, is it dead or alive? I don't know. Let's see if they start shooting at you. <laughs> they do. They do. They domed one of the guys in chase. I, I felt bad for that guy that was trying to help the chase. And he just got yep. shot in the back of the head for friendly fire. I was like, yo, Cobalt's not cool at all. Um, interesting Saito ex machina, though. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It's very weird. But and like I feel like whenever there's like a weird plot hole, it's like, it's a dream. You can like. <laughs> yeah. And it's not as a weird, weak plot device or like a weird thing that happens. It make it it almost changes the entire t- integrity of the movie. Where you're like, no, nah, that nigga's not. He's not awake, but we don't know. Also, like earlier in the movie, he explains, you know, when you're dreaming, you start in the middle of the scene and you work your way out. You and in script writing, it's the same way. Every time you enter a scene, you enter a scene. You don't slowly walk in. You burst in. You you start the argument. The argument's already going. Like you know, the explosion just happened, and now they got to move, kind of thing. So that way, the audience is feeling that panic because they'll catch up as mm-hmm. long as you know you give enough information while you're in the scene. But so, this movie does that a lot, where it's like it cuts into them walking in the room, and it's like, all right, so how long have they been under? It's like, oh, you know, whatever. Drugs are really fun. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Um, but Saito saves the day. So he he gets Ames and Cobbs and they get the fuck up out of there. Um, while this is happening, Arthur and Adrian, Adrian are training and um, he's like breaking down like how you're supposed to use all of this like a maze more or less to keep 
the uh, subconscious guessing and keeping the uh, the actual dreamer kind of like disoriented to a certain extent to where um, they're not catching on to the fact that they are dreaming. Right. And um, it's interesting because Adrian's actually taken from um, the Minotaur story. Like she was the one that gave uh, the hero the sword and the yarn to find his way back through the labyrinth. Mm. I'm just getting it out the way. I get DMs. Ooh. about my lack of detail sometimes you forgot to mention that i have a show to do um i'm trying to get the, keep these under like two hours <laughs> for our sake um yeah and, and trying to do these notes are like oof, how am i gonna i gotta make this quick um as they talk more uh arthur mm-hmm. and adrian the whole point of them to have this conversation between them with Cobb not in the picture number one to learn that Cobb's an asshole yep number two to learn that um that crazy bitch that's floating around was his wife and she's dead my wife my wife ghost she's a mean ghost um so like uh because she's like oh are they they're still married he's like i mean he's a widower uh enter our boy yusuf you know saying as in the inner pitch in the level three dream and he's like yo man um it's gonna be tough you know for us to do it this way and all this other shit and saito's like i'm going to and it's like why Make sure your bitch has to do the job because you That's technically right. failed your other ones. So I want to make sure it's done. And they're like, this is a bad idea, Saito. Yeah, there's no room for tourists on this trip. You can get shot and be dying for the whole movie. Well, they don't know that. <laughs> they don't know that, but then we do. We do. We do. Um, so the whole point of this fucking movie is uh Saito does not want this white guy Robert Fisher played by boy Killian Murphy aka Scarecrow aka Oppenheimer mm-hmm. um he doesn't want him to basically monopolize uh whatever industry of whatever bullshit that they're doing I I I, I always zone out when I hear like business bullshit but like I think it's like energy company, right? Yeah, he's gonna have control over eighty percent of the eighty, eighty uh, percent of all the energy in the world. He's pulling a Max Shrek. Max Shrek. He's I want this Max Shrek. Oh shit, Mac, He's Chip. Yep, he's Chip. Robert Fitcher's Chip. Robert Fitcher's Chip. Holy shit! <laughs> Would have been a totally different movie with Andrew. <laughs> I just like how we still have like a Nolan Batman reference yeah. in here. Anyway, but he doesn't want him to take over the shit because it's gonna be a fucking problem, honestly. And um, he wants him to like he wants to implant the idea for him to dissolve the empire, for whatever fuck reason. He'll be a literal monopoly. He'll have because to be fair, oil companies run our countries. They yes, our governments do very little to stop them. She's getting really out of hand lately, but I don't, don't want to. All right, moving on. That was the last guys. bit. That was the last bit. Dream heist. Dream heist. Dream inside. Let's, dream go, inside let's go inside the dream. Inside the dream where capitalists won't take all of our shit. We'll get. So um, they're trying to figure out the, the angle to to go after Robert, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, daddy issues." Yep. Oh, sweet, sweet, delicious daddy issues. How it's the bane of damn near everyone that exists. <laughs> And if it ain't daddy issues, it's mommy issues. But you can set your watch to daddy issues. Um, ladies. So um <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Um if I get canceled. We learned that uh Eames is um going to impersonate Robert's close friend slash godfather. Um was it Browning? Browning. 
Browning, yeah. Browning played by who could have been Don Johnson, but he turned it down for some reason. Why? I don't know. What was he doing? But we get Tom Berenger instead, which is literally like a lesser Don Johnson. Yeah. (laughs) But did you like Major League? All right, then shut the fuck up. Or Sniper Sniper 2, Sniper Sniper Ultimate Kill, and Platoon. Sniper 2. Dude, Sniper 3 Ultimate Kill is, is where it's at, my guy. Um, I remember wanting to see Sniper back in the gap. Like, man, that looks like a good movie. <laughs> I'm not watching it. Um, but Ames is going to impersonate. He's been watching him closely, got all of his douchey mannerisms, and he's going to, like, you know, help um, kickstart the idea and getting it into formation uh, for Robert and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. So Yusuf's cooking that work, making that good shit. You know what I'm saying? That good dope. We see him with Kane from Innocent Society and a skillet, like, getting all the shit together. And um, they find out that, like, this this type of drug will knock a nigga out for an even longer amount of time, right? And also increase their brain activity, so that way their dream processes faster, which makes the dream last longer. Yeah, so shout out to Yusef for making the drugs to make this movie work, basically. But we find out, you know how, like, time the time, and they're doing the math of, like, how time works. Remember, the five minutes is an hour, right? Right. But then when you go into a dream, you have to multiply that. But then if you go into another layer of dream, you got to multiply that even more. Niggas can possibly be in the third level for 10 whole ass years. Yes. And they're like, that's crazy. Why would somebody do that? Cobb looks away. <laughs> maybe you got a lot of shit to figure out. Yeah. yeah maybe you got a lot of shit to figure out. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right. So um, they're doing more planning and shit. You know what I'm saying? And they're doing like the story building for everything. Um. This but, is the uh, montage when they're building the heist. Yes. So, so, like, if you've ever seen a movie, like, or even a heist TV show, if you see them describing what they're going to do while they do it, you know it's going to work out okay. <laughs> but if they're, if you just see them planning the heist, you know it's just going to be tits up as soon as it starts going to the play. Yep. Yeah. Because like, yeah, a really good successful heist movie in the heist scene. Yeah. They're they're as they explain it, it's happening. Yeah, and then and that's when you come in, and they come in, and they're doing all the bullshit. But no, we don't see any of the no. heights happening. But if so you weird. just see them, like this is how it's gonna work, this is how this is gonna work, and then you know they're gonna show up, and then everyone's just gonna start shooting things, and like, or one random ass cop just comes in, is gonna cash his paycheck, and then that ruins the whole fucking movie. <laughs> the whole thing. Also, this is also this has a lot of trepidation with it because it's the last job. It's, it's yeah. Right before retirement, I'm gonna be out like one way or another. I'm gonna get out of this, what's this your, gig. What's your perfect day? He's like, oh, okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> My perfect day is when you shut the fuck up. Right. So they need a ten hour window. They're like, how do we do this? Saito has been watching Robert like a goddamn hawk. Yeah. He's like, oh, he takes a flight. That's ten hours long a lot. Like every once a week, some bull, some crazy business bullshit. I thought it was like every two weeks he takes his ten hour flight. From London to L.A. Yeah, Jesus, fuck which, that. By the which way, which I don't think is right because it's like it's an eighteen-hour flight from Houston to Paris. So, <laughs> look, bro, they're also rich, so like they don't have to like you know do bullshit. But maybe yeah, yeah, maybe they're playing just jet. go fast. It's a private jet. It's a private jet. So there's probably like a like you know a rich nigga route. But I know it's from a country he's already, he's capable of entering without any problems, and it goes back to the United States. Yeah, which he's not allowed to enter again. Yeah, but like Saito's like, oh, nah, nigga, don't worry about it. I bought the entire, fuck the plane, 
Yeah. The the whole shit. He, he blew a wad on this. About the whole I bought the airline. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, nigga. They were I'm, giving them away. I'm dumb rich. <laughs> I'm stupid rich. I bought Spirit and the Southwest and <laughs> turned them into cleaner. one. <laughs> I thought it'd be cleaner. <laughs> like, yo. So, like, as they do a little bit more training, like, Adrian learns that Cobbs is a whole asshole. And he's using, he has, like, a memory prison. What a stupid son of a bitch that you can visit via elevator and like yeah. there's other levels of shit and he's like he's on the level explaining some fuck shit and she because he's 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 in the area where like uh the memory of the last time he looks at his kids yep and it's the part where uh we see once again uh james and philippo's back of their domes the same exact sequence you can see a bunch of times in this movie and as he's explaining how fuck shit is she's like juke does it like spin move Runs to the fucking elevator, goes to the lowest level. Why would you do that? Because you want to see, you want to see all the dirty bits he's hiding in the basement Yo. in his deep, dark, psychotic brain. See, this is where the movie turns into like it could have been a triple X situation. <laughs> this could have been this ain't Inception. <laughs> XXX. Yep. Walks into a whole fuck pit. But instead, um, it's a uh, disheveled, um, fancy ass hotel, um. And uh, motherfucking mall sitting there, and she's about to beat that bitch ass. <laughs> why would you? Did you not remember the reason? I'm like, why would you do this? Do you remember? You don't remember getting stomped out and stabbed to pieces no, by, by mall? Apparently, it's just one crazy lady, and she could take that one crazy, crazy bitch, bro. But man, so like when Cobb pulls up, he's trying to like calm shit down. He's like, be cool, bitch. I'll be back. Bitch, be cool. Tell that bitch to be cool. But um, she's not. And like, as soon as they close the fucking like, I feel like every time there's like an elevator where you have to close the door first, it's always a creepy situation. I've never seen it be like a peaceful time. No. But, but she's wilding out. She's like, you promise you'll be down here with me. I'm like, man, you you remember your wife is a bitch, cop. Well, I know. that's the that's the, <laughs> that's the other thing I keep trying to like. I want to go like I wanted to bring up was like because my it's be not a laundry uh, it's time. not a. It's like it's like when Rick was like, "Yeah, well that he said there would be traps. Why are you talking like that's another person? That's you. <laughs> yeah, that's it's your weird. subconscious. That is your brain fighting the people you keep bringing in here. Yeah, it's his guilt, honestly. Like 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 right. Maul is basically the embodiment of his guilt. Hence why the bitch is so fucking hostile. She's not. It ain't his wife. Right. Just a bitch who will kill that nigga any chance she gets. It's, it's the monster he's created that lives down in the basement that he he buries over he buries on with uh, memories and good feelings to try and to keep it trapped. Right. So um, fun times because uh you know like the whole purpose of their training sequence in time is like until Robert Dad's die Dad dies. Right. And that nigga croaks. He's like, guys, he's dead. Go into action. <laughs> immediately um i gotta say though so they get they get on the fucking plane right mm -hmm. this is some smooth ass cosby level drugging right here bro. because they they take his they take his uh, passport real smooth and like Cobb gives it back to him and like that's a nice way to open up the conversation like you are uh robert fisher son of douchebag fisher right like yeah yeah, yeah. my dad's a piece of shit maurice yeah he's an asshole um and like as he like hands him the drink, because everyone's in on it, the flight attendant, the whole, the pilot, everybody. So like as he hands him the drink, he slips in that fucking sedative immediately, yeah. And it knocks his ass the fuck out. Robert slumped, bro. 
<laughs> to your father. Not he didn't like gulp it down. He took a little bitty sip, the tiniest of sip, and I'm like, man, the fuck was it? I'd have been watching like a hot, like, hey, you not gonna drink some more of that fizzy water, you bitch? Yeah, it's like, but no, all you needed was just a taste, nigga. <laughs> just need to lick the rim a bit, and like, and he's out. <laughs> If that nigga would drink the whole thing, it'd be an exception three happening right now. Like, we're still trapped. He, he, he won't wake up. He won't wake up. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it get to work, right? Um, so we go into level one, which is uh being held by the brain of Yusef, right? Right. Our uh, our our chemist, and um, it's rainy as fuck because poor Yusef got to go pee pee, and like fucking Eames is just going in on his ass. He just had to get all that free champagne, huh? You dumb yep. fuck. <laughs> fucking idiot. Like, I'm sorry. Leave me alone. <laughs> it was free champagne. What are you talking about? Of course See, but, but, but the rain the rain complicates things because they can't just roll up on uh, our boy uh, Robert that easily. So, like, Robert takes a cab. They got to do a whole bunch of shenanigans to steal a cab and do some, you know, wibbly-wobbly shit to basically make this look like a kidnapping because the first scenario, we're kidnapping your ass. Right. I wrote down, I like trains. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got to say, this is a good-ass jump scare. It is. It's a good-ass jump scare. Because, like, they're, uh, Cobb and Adrian are getting into the fucking, uh, you know, another car to tail the taxi. But there's this big-ass fucking train that comes out of nowhere and just knocks the fuck out of me. And it's, it's a pro- I remember the first time seeing this. I was like, ah! <laughs> it's It doesn't kill them. It sideswipes the car. It, does not, it just impedes their progress. It impedes their progress. And they're like... And he's like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? But shit gets a little complicated, guys. So uh, it turns out that um, dream security is a thing and it does exist. And our boy Robert has that. Because his subconscious got guns, nigga. He got agents from the Matrix. Like I said, it's like apparently this technology is so inclusive that only thieves and rich people know about it. Mm -hmm. So the rich people created mercenaries to protect their dream thoughts. Mind mercenaries. Mind mercenaries. Dream mercenaries. And them niggas is good. We have a whole ass shootout and a chase and titles. Call them the dream SWAT. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dream warriors. Dream warriors. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we needed against Freddy was a whole goddamn arsenal. <laughs> oh man, that'd have been dope. They were whooping Freddy's ass. Title <laughs> post. <laughs> Just beat the shit out of him. Like, you want, you want a cigarette before you die? Yeah. Um, oh, man, that'd be kind of dope. Like, they put him in, like, a bunch of tires and set him on fire again. Yeah. Um, so, um, so <laughs> I know too much about things. Um, damn you, internet. Saito's dumbass gets shot in the dream. Level one. You Level one. You have no business being in. He's like, uh, my chest. He wasn't, like, they were getting shot at in a taxi. Yeah. I mean, but also... It's your fault. Just stay back. Um, shit's getting tense because, like, like they, they finally they finally get to get to safety. Right, Arthur is like, my bad, y'all. Because Cobb is like, this is your fucking fault. How did you not do the research about the fucking mind? Um, How did you not know about the dream warriors that were gonna be in here? And he's like, bitch. Uh, why didn't you tell us that when we die in the game, we die for real, nigga? Like, since when? Cause they were like, cause uh, old boy was gonna shoot. He was gonna shoot Sido in the fucking face and get him yeah. out of here. Tom Hardy's like, I'm. He's suffering. I'm trying to end his suffering. He's like, he's too heavily sedated for that. If he dies, 
your mind is just gonna fall into limbo. I was like, he's like, excuse me, like wait, what? Limbo, like real limbo? Like, yep, yep, yes, yes. You'll basically be in a coma and never wake up. Yeah. And they're like, excuse me. He's like, yeah. So basically, we have stakes now. Uh, basically, the movie's kicking off. Yep. Here we are. Um, all we can do now is go deeper, faster. That's all we can do. Yeah, Just keep, ladies. The only way out is forward, and the only way forward is down. We gotta fuck our way out of the situation. Um, and that's how you make a good movie. That's right, Sato. Put your face down on the rug again. We're going deeper. <laughs> I've been here before. And he just kind of toots his booty up. (laughs) I understand what must be done. Let me go. (laughs) Let them pump. Um, Pound. (laughs) Let them pound. Uh, (laughs) uh, Everyone's so mad. I fucking (laughs) cry. Niggas are so mad at this nigga. They're like, bro, fuck you. Let's continue the fucking um heist. So they so we get the kidnapping shit, right? Right. Ames goes into I love I love the how they show it. Like he looks in the mirror and he's like, you know, you see uh He's putting uh, his face on. Right. You see Browning in the mirror and you see like Ames in real life. So like he's officially Browning now. And he's trying to set the, you know, set the tone of, you know, how his dad's a piece of shit. But there's also a safe with a second will that only you can see type shit. And he's trying to set it up and like um whew, we get a little we get a little information about Papa Maurice and his last words to his goddamn son as he's dying. He hit that nigga with a disappoint dad. Yep. To, the, to the to the nth degree, nigga. It's like you're dying, and the last word you give your child is disappointed. God damn. That's mean. What the fuck, bro? That's mean. That's Iron Sheik level pettiness, nigga, on the way out. Fucking fuck you, Hogan, as you die. That's you. You've ruined your child's life. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do. You're an asshole, bro. Eames is trying to wear down uh, Robert by living his childhood trauma. Uh, we learn that Cobb, you know, is a dumbass, and him and Mal were in the dreamland for fifty whole ass years. They went down to the deepest parts of their subconscious. Right. And, um, you know, she, uh, mouthing do so good after coming back out of there. No. Well, like she, she wasn't doing good in there. She was, she literally gave up her tether to reality. Yeah. She's like, fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Not having rent is nice. Yeah. Like. We're rich as fuck down here. Like, I don't want to go back. I can build whatever I want. The entire universe changes at my force of will. She kept trying to get cop to kill herself with her. And, um, yeah, just, <laughs> it's just not good. Well, like, because this, is it, is it here or is it later? I feel it's later. Yeah, it's later. For the uh, the full the full explanation, yeah, for the full but, explanation. But like 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 we see we see in the flashback like he's in the hotel and then like she's like on the other side somehow. It's one of those like, hotels that has two windows that like look into each other. Oh, that's a f- fucking expensive. She's right. like, come jump with me. Also, I'm like, um, you had a whole mental breakdown, bitch, we, that we missed because you you tore this place up. Like, our, we're not getting our deposit back. First of well, all, well, like, it's a setup. It looks like a struggle. Yeah, she did. It's a fight. She did him absolutely dirty. And like, but even then, I would have been like, if you, if you know enough forensics, 
when a body gets thrown versus where a body gill falls over, there's two different splats. Mm. And it's like, I mean, I don't know what kind of lawyer he had. They couldn't explain that to a jury, but apparently she was complete. Like it's, he, it, they it's tried to go that she was crazy, but she already set up like yeah, she, three she, different shrinks saying that yeah. she was completely sane. No, she fucked him up because like, you know, he has to, he has to pitch the movie idea of inception to like yeah. get out of he's court. got a pitch that there's a technology <laughs> out there that allows us to dream together and she went crazy using it and none asshole. of you none of I, you people have heard of it because it's only for rich assholes yeah and the people who steal from rich assholes now mal's Ma- absolutely an asshole for doing this he's like i mean you gotta kill yourself with me now because you know i basically right. painted you in a fucking corner and um yeah well she's in her mind she's like our kids are out there waiting for us if we kill it once we kill ourselves we'll go back to what is reality but like Cobb is like no bitch this is reality take a breath look around and understand that we still have to pay taxes here yeah. no dream allows us to pay taxes facts <laughs> um but you know mal found out that she was in the real world yeah as she woke up to jesus <laughs> uh so <laughs> that would have been weird <laughs> nope Still dreaming. <laughs> what? Yep. Now here, here's this, here's this bomb, and Christian Bell will be here in 20 minutes. Nice, <laughs> nice. Instead, he hands us some fish stew. Here you go. Here's some, here's some fish stew. Here's some fish stew. My famous recipe. Um, so back to the dream heist. Uh, mm. They gotta, they gotta put, you know, they they drug him again, and uh, put him into level two where right. um good old cause about to break out his his favorite character mr charles yes mr charles yeah no, mr. Uncle charles. Charles. but um <laughs> charles in charge of See, but, our days and our life but um yeah mr charles is, is a character that, that Cobb uh puts on to basically it's a dumb scenario and arthur's like i fucking hate mr charles and Adrian's like, why? He's like, because this is the part where he tells them that they're having a dream. Right. And so, that it So the kinda, only way to go forward is to set off all the alarms. And you know, I'm the fucking architect in this dream. I don't want these niggas coming after me. So like, yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of this one. Uh <laughs> so I like how <laughs> as every all the subconscious people are kind of like looking at him and shit. And he's like, uh, he tries to pull a Winter Soldier. He's like, quick, we got to kiss so they don't look at us. And then it doesn't work. And he's like, well, I'll try it. Yeah, resort to shot. It's low-key assault, bro. But um, we have no time. We got to get back to this deep-ass movie, this this onion, if you will. Um, so it it actually works. Because like, Eames plays a hot chick. He, he's just having a good time right now. He's playing a bunch yeah. of roles. Um, during the kidnap scenario in level uno, um, our boy Robert had to give up a, a combination that didn't exist. He's like, just tell me another out of your fucking mind. I will beat shit out of you. And we have a gun pointed at you. You're going to do whatever you got to do to get out of there. Bro. Right. So he, Tell me the first six numbers that come to your head. Yeah. And he does that. And um, when this chick, when he goes into the, lo- the second level, this, this chick is trying to like hit on him and shit, but he's not interested. But she gives her, uh, she gives her number away. And it's the number of the combination that he, that he, gave earlier mm-hmm. and um she walks off but like mr charles gains his trust saying like oh yeah that bitch just robbed you my dude like 
She, she took your wallet. He's like, uh, I'm so rich, though. It's okay. I'll just get another wallet yeah, later like, with money in it. The and wallet he, was worth $500. <laughs> right? And he's like, uh, I'm Mr. Charles. We talked about this. Remember, you're training. You're dreaming. Uh, yada, 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 yada. So like, he, 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 he gains his trust right in and there. And um, I love how... <laughs> He's like, we're trying to protect you from like, you know, like, like, like the it's the kidnappers. Right. So he, they use level one as a subterfuge to make him like trust him that he's like in the a dream, even though it's level two, when he doesn't know that he was in a dream from level one. Yada yada yada. Um. <laughs> so like, as the projections are coming to fuck up Cobb, he's like, oh no, they're after you. Then they run him in there, and like, I love how Fisher's smart ass logic almost destroyed the entire movie. He's like, oh, I'll just shoot myself in the fucking hand and get out of the drink. Right. And God was like, wait. <laughs> he had to he had to explain to Fisher that you two are so heavily sedated yeah. that that won't wake you up. He had to play it off like, trust me, even though I'm a projection in your mind. Yeah. Trust me that you don't want to shoot yourself in the fucking head. There go ending the movie, even though this is a logical conclusion you came to. No, I'm going to need you to suffer this whole fucking movie. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so um this part of the level two was for them to make them not trust browning he's creating this um it's what you know the prisoner's dilemma where it's like i don't know what happened on the other side of the glass does my friend who's actually my friend is he with me or against me more than anything else and it's like and if he really trusted his godfather he'd have been like yeah that's that's I trust him. Of course, he got kidnapped, but it's a dream, so he doesn't know where he started or began, which right. is why we had to introduce the distractionary tits up front <laughs> to make sure that you're like, oh wait, tits, and they're like, oh yeah, tits. Right. Um, I like how like he was like his subconscious is gonna make his brown this version of Browning a piece of shit because he's like, or like, are you in on it? And he's like, oh Robert, I'm sorry. So the whole point of level two is to gain his trust for him to go under into level three. He's like, all right, so now we're going to go into his dreams. We're going to go in Browning's head, a.k.a. your head in real life. We're going in Browning's head, and we're going to fucking fuck his shit up and get all this shit sorted out. We got to go deeper. Um, so we go into level three, which is basically fucking Shadow Moses from uh, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I was wondering, like, who the fuck? Who's this? Why is this a Call of Duty stage? Nigga, why like, yeah, why did someone like, oh, Winter Fortress is how I dream? Nigga, that is Jesus. <laughs> it's the fucking compound from the first beginning uh, part of uh, uh, Avengers Two, nigga. But that's that's what he dreams of. Yeah, and um, so as we go into different levels, we got to leave people behind, right? We got to right. run this back a bit. God damn this movie. So in level Uno, we're in a van down by the river. Um, mm-hmm. and it's Yusuf driving. So Yusuf's still awake in level Uno, right? Uh, in level two, as everyone's going under, uh, our boy Arthur has to stay behind. Unknowing to himself that he's going to be doing a lot of lifting, bro. He's doing all the heavy lifting. This nigga did all the work. Fuck all the shooting and shit, bitch. Arthur has the most to do. Um, so he's on level two. About to go through it in a couple of minutes. Um, so then we got level three, uh, where every, all, the whole gang is still together as of right now. No way that It'll be a problem where we gotta go deeper, right? Nope. <laughs> should be should be just fine. Really fine. Um, 
as all this is happening, so like there's a van being like jostled about. So level two, we got a couple of anti-gravity moments, nigga. Mm-hmm. And um, shout out to this fucking dude. We, I didn't know. I forgot we got two of these fights. Yeah. Arthur going through it, nigga. Arthur's fighting a nigga in zero G, fam, and is like not struggling with it. I'd be crying. Because he's been, apparently, he's had the zero G training, apparently, from um, the expanse. So he knows how to fight in zero G. <laughs> hey, can um, I give a honorary Joe Grizzly to the van for not exploding? Because that's what I was like. So we're definitely in a dream because if my Ford hit any kind of a curb it'll just stop we talked about movies we talked about movies in the past that like make a 45 degree angle and fucking explode this fucking van rolled down a hill and still drove to his destination and still was able to make it to his destination so yeah we gotta blame dreamscape for that because i ain't no mother ain't no fucking way this fucking truck was like well, well, I guess I'll just keep going because that's how cars supposed to go. You really right? see the van dust itself off, like oh, it's fuck. literally like in like we're <laughs> playing Call of Grand Theft Auto. It's like oh, it's still not on fire yet. It's still good. <laughs> yeah. So like we go back to the um, to level three, which is a uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare two, and um, the Dream Army mobilizes. It's getting real. Everybody got fucking from now on no Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So of course, because we're like we're already past the fucking um, you know apex of this movie, bro. Like the the climax, excuse me. Uh, you know, time is fucked because like the music is played a little bit earlier, so we have even less time on the timeline. So you know, stakes are getting even higher, butt cheeks are getting clinched in all three levels of dream reality. Like one, the first ass as it's trying to clinch up the other buttholes and the other levels are clinching even slower. Enjoy that image. Um, there's a ski chase in a shootout. Shut up. There's a ski chase in a shootout. We're not going into detail. It's awesome. Niggas are getting everyone who's getting murdered doesn't matter. And I love how like as they died, it was one scene where like Cobb is just blowing niggas' brains out. And Adrian I was, was sitting like, here like, should I count this or no, not? And I, I was like, I'm gonna count it. Are you gonna count it? All right, cool. I'm gonna count it because in between these, there are actual deaths of people who died outside in reality for shoot two people. That guy in the, the chase and. Mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is um, those are dead people. But I love how like when cop was killing niggas, of course he's like, shh, 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 it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> They're not real, Morty. They're just robots. <laughs> 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 so Yusuf is starting to kick, man, and but they miss the first fucking kick. Of course they do. But they're like, it's okay. When it hits the water, we'll be fine. That's, That's when we get the kick. other kick. Yeah, because there's two kicks. Because we planned for this. Y'all did not plan for. So Arthur in level duh, um, this nigga has to pull a Jesus Christmas miracle out of his fucking asshole, right? Like straight up. All this is practical effects, which is fucking dope. And I love how like I, I want to give a shout out to whoever had the smart idea because they were like, "What are we gonna do about Adrian's hair and zero gravity?" Uh, put it in a the bun. There you go. Put it in a fucking bun. Shut the fuck up. Put it in a bun. Yeah. Nice and tight. That's easy, easy, awesome. easy, easy, easy. I, I know they had a, I know it was a circle of high fives when they figured that out. Oh yeah, like, duh. Simple solutions to complex problems. Put a wave cap on that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this will keep the dream inside your brain. I just, I just like how we just get some easier shit for her. Meanwhile, Michelle Pfeiffer absolutely deaf but hot as fuck they didn't like this is what 2010 we're yeah. thinking in the 2000 era yeah. like back then they're like well 
I guess we could give her a form-fitting suit with a zipper. Yeah, we put her in a gym suit. And we could just re- <laughs> like, yeah, no. Or we could just like suck all the air out of her fucking suit and make it really tight. That'll work, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, our boy Saito was dying slow as fucking level done, level three. Cause he's he's not okay. He has a hole in his goddamn no, chest in part one. Um He's actively dying. I just love how um he has another fucking gravity fight for his life. Like Arthur had to fight two niggas in zero G. Um, I I I do like that he put one of the projections to sleep, which is kind of fun. So what kind of thing yeah. did that nigga have? That was <laughs> like, what kind of darkness was that guy drinking about? <laughs> <laughs> Open the gate to hell, and then he was having mind, this bro. pure on Freddy Krueger dream down there. He's like, <laughs> what? Freddy's coming for you. <laughs> so. Shout out to Arthur just being calm because honestly, I'm like, we're all gonna die. Like, I, I, he came up with a plan, yeah, to he's give like, them how a do, kick. How do I kick you in zero gravity? And he's like, well, I have explosives, <laughs> yeah, let me plant some C4 on some. Shit. Um, I, I do like <laughs> there it was one scene there in like the chase and fighting, and whatnot, because all of this is happening simultaneously the, 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 the ski chase fight shoot. shit. I love I love that Ames gave a nigga a bomb on one of his vehicles and gave him a thumbs up before it blew up. That was funny. It was like, pretty fucked up. Um, so while Cobb is doing his time to go mobile. All right, time to go mobile. Um, no survivors. Uh, I was really trying not to do a main impression, but you you forced my hand. Sorry, it's the only voice I could do. Uh, so I wanted to do it. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I get to be voice guy for a second. Yeah. Um, you know, Crazy Bitch shows up in the Call yeah. of Duty stage, and it's not good because Robert's in danger. Now, mind you, Cobb's been running sniper support this whole time. He's been eliminating projections with the hardest st- uh, stone and steel. Yeah, not they're not real. Bam! Well, they don't have. They don't have kids. Bam! Right. Oh, ghost of my dead wife! Ghost of my dead ah, wife! Fuck. No! If only I could just pull the trigger a couple. No. Robert gets shot the fuck up and he's dead. Yes. Fuck us in the ass with the whole movie. Just fuck us. I'm sitting here like, oh no, what are we gonna do? He finally shoots Maul like in the shoulder. I thought Sato shot him. Somebody shot shot her. I can't. Sato shot her. I thought he shot her through the window still. Like he did it like late. Like I thought he still shot her. Nah, yeah, I don't think he did. I hate looking at my phone and looking back up. It's killing me. Um, but the missions failed. Yeah. And fucking Ames is just like, well, fuck my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I guess we're done. I guess we're done, right? I got to find somebody, find a projection to fuck because y'all screwed me on this one. But no, they're going to go down another level. It's four levels of a dream. Right. Um, <laughs> down yeah. into limbo. Down into limbo they go. Um, we also find out that, uh, yeah, Cobb is a fuck up. Not only is he an asshole, he's an absolute fuck up because, yeah, he inceptioned his wife. Yes. And it backfired because he was trying to, you know, let her know that the, you know, the 50 year dream psychopath uh, thing that they did together, he was trying to convince her that that world isn't real, but that shit imprinted on her ass permanently. Like you said, the, an idea is insidious and indestructible. It can grow into something that defines a person or literally destroys them. And the idea he gave his wife was the world you live in isn't real. Yeah. 
Problem yeah. is, it was too fucking vague. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, not this world, the world. All worlds. In, all worlds that you seem to be living in are not real. So she wakes up and is like, well, I guess this world is fine, right? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I love not. how um there had to been a better way to kill themselves out of that dream. Like They were going to just lay down on train tracks together. That's I thought about that, too, and I was like, why does it always have to? Well, I guess it has to be violent. Like, oh well, yeah, that's a, oh, it has to be a violent kick. Oh, that's because a kick. it has to shock you out of your dream. Yeah, they got several kicks because you're getting hit by a bunch of fucking metal right. wheels. So yeah, I guess that'll get you out of all levels. But I was like, <laughs> Jesus, I don't, I don't know. Why not pull something that you know couldn't exist in the real world? Like she was eaten by a dragon. Or yeah, or get punk kicked by a Gundam or something like right, this. and it's something. like or being devoured by a horde of zombies, and it's like Jeez. something that would not exist. I would in the take room. the train. I'll take the train and eat. But like, that you, one. Think, you, know, if you had to kill yourself in the any kind Why of fashion, you, you could think because that way I know for sure this is a dream. Oh, there's you know what? No, I would do? there's no way that this is real. And then they're like, but every time Cobb saw a train or saw a hotel room or saw an empty lodge, he freaks out a bit because like. He's not sure if he's dreaming any not because so, he pulled real things into his mind. But that's really what you would choose if you if you could do anything in a dream as far as like kicking yourself back into reality. That's what you would choose. You would choose. No, I would probably be. I would probably have my head crushed by giant Amazonian women. Oh, I. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna say. That was there you go. yes. Have a giant woman's ass crush my head. Yes. Just, yeah. All right. Cut to me and Randy holding hands. <laughs> do it. <laughs> One cheek apiece. This is how we go. Can she bomb me to back into reality? <laughs> she puts two feet on the middle rope. <laughs> back to reality. Back to reality. <laughs> yep. Oh ever give us a budget to make anything god <laughs> Don't totally a dream <laughs> totally a dream do not <sighs> give us a stupid bankroll to make a movie because it'll be out of this totally movie. a dream <sighs> all right so honestly like <laughs> with the introduction of the back rooms i would just build a door yeah, yeah, yeah. of course <laughs> it just feels easier <laughs> i don't know uh, it sounds kind of cool yeah. by ultra snoo snoo but moving on <laughs> ultra snoo -snoo. let's get back to this yeah. <laughs> unlimited snoo snoo um so Saito dies in, in the Modern Warfare 2 world, right? He he, yeah. he, he goes out like a G because he throws a bomb and shit, blows some dudes up, and then just... <clears throat> so now we got two guys dead, lost in limbo. <gasps> no! Fucking dumb. So um, Carter... Not Carter, what the fuck? Cobb Barters. No, my brain smashed two words together. Yeah. So uh, Cobb and uh, Adrian has to go down into limbo, right? So right. Uh, that leaves Ames by himself now since fucking <laughs> Saito's dead. Ames is all alone doing a bunch of heavy lifting in the in the Call of Duty world. It's Arthur and Eames are doing a lot. He did like this is he has to have had this dream a lot. Bro. Like he like he knows that he he because every once in a while I will have that dream where I'm the superhero fighting everything and it's like, yeah, I'm never gonna lose. Yeah, uh, the fact that his hat stayed on his head the whole fucking time, I'm like, dude, yeah. he's, he's good at this. But um, so you know, we gotta go see Crazy Bitch in Limbo. And yes. she's like holding fucking Fisher hostage somewhere, and like Cobb barters his his himself to like go. He's like, if I stay here with you, you crazy bitch, 
will you give up Robert? She's like, sure, because all I want is you here forever. Forever. Stay with me. He's like, sure, bitch. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) So Adrian finds uh, Fisher, and before he even gets to say anything, she just throws his ass off the side of the fucking building. I mean, it's time to go. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> she, she does the same thing. And, like, Cobb is like, yeah, I'm going to stay with you. Psych, bitch. Pretends to shit on the projection because he has, he, he, I mean, he's realizing, like, okay, this is my fault. You're just my guilt. Right. You, you're a shade. Honestly, I didn't dream her ass was fat enough. So you're, you're whack. You're not even. You're not really her. Yeah, you, real Ma was way hotter. Real Ma was complex. She had emotions. She cared about other than just staying here and doing nothing. She was imaginative. She was a great person to be around. You are not her at all. You're yeah. just my guilt manifested into her. You just suck. You stab all my friends and shoot my sh- missions and shit. You suck. Yeah. So fuck you. And... um. <laughs> So after Adrian yeets Robert off a fucking building, he wakes up at level three because they're, they were trying to defibrillate him. Right. Uh, so he wakes up. He's like, oh, fuck. What? What's going on? So he's back and he goes to the giant. What? Now that I'm just like, again, we know this is a dream because he was shot twice in the chest yeah. and somehow a defibrillator is how we call a duty him back into like it's a revive it's a thing it's a revive i got it i got it if i get shot in the head and you stick a stem in my ass cheeks and i uh, wake up yeah i'm gonna give you the like the and that's what happens so he he, he goes to this giant safe right? right and he opens it up and it's his bitch ass dad in his deathbed right but we get to rewrite it because his subconscious is like i don't want to have this be the fucking memory because that hurt so he makes it a more pleasant one shout out to uh Whew, I cannot say that nigga's name. What, just one. Pete Pulsewith. 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 I've seen his. Oh, he died already? Yeah. All right. He, he was, was in. Um, oh, what yeah. the fuck was he in? He was in something. Oh, Kobayashi. What? He was uh, Kobayashi. And uh, the usual suspects. Oh! He was also the, the hunter guy from The Lost World in Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's where I know him from. But that big ass nose and shit. And he right. was in uh he was in oh wow. He was like, I w- I don't want anything. You can keep your money. I want a T-Rex skull. <laughs> it was crazy, bro. That's all I want is a T-Rex skull. Yeah, but but he he you know, he he looks like an asshole. But um he's like, "No. I was disappointed that you wanted to be like me cuz I'm a piece of shit and I'm sorry." Also in the safe or the code that you pulled out your ass. Uh, I kept a pinwheel you made for me, nigga. I love you. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. I was a piece of shit. So he fixes the whole disappointed statement. Huzzah. Robert fucking just going through it, dog, mentally. Because his daddy issues have been resolved in a single dream inside a Call of Duty, inside a, a, a cool hotel, inside a van. Inside a van. In a Down river. by the river. Down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> so it's time for the goddamn kicks bro so level four was getting yeeted off a building right level three is having the entire uh final boss complex blow up on their ass um level two is uh oh god yeah so arthur is like yeah i gotta use c4 right to explode a elevator filled with these niggas who i tied together like a bundle of sticks and I'm smashing these motherfuckers 
against the fucking wall with the exploding elevator that I put right. out. Like, this is a idea that I pulled out of my ass in 10 minutes. Congratulations, Arthur. You are the grizzly of the whole movie, yeah. nigga. I he used like, one. He used one to uh, disconnect the cable and then another one to just blow the, the rest of them just to blow the shit towards the floor. The fact that this nigga did this with his whole face and head dry is madness to me because I would have had flop sweat everywhere trying to figure out what the fuck to do, bro. You understand? He had a lot of time on his head, I guess. Just like, man, eh, figure this out. Nigga, I couldn't make a high pocket with this much stress, nigga. Like, I, <laughs> how many minutes? But um, level two kick works, right? And we get back. We're back to level one. And then um, the final kick of them flying off a goddamn bridge into the river in the van as water rushes over them. And uh, Cobb stayed behind. Because he had to go get uh, Saito's ass. And we get back to the beginning of the fucking movie. <gasps> We're back at the beginning. And all you got to do when you see an old nigga you haven't seen in 50 years is to bring up a weird conversation that y'all had to mm -hmm. make him snap out of it too. And then like, I love how they yada yada that one. Because like, he's like, oh shit, it is a dream. And you see his hand sliding to her gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't have to watch them kill themselves. Nah, we know what happened. Nah, it's, it's, a little, it's a little too dark. So um <laughs> I don't like how did he kick how did he kick himself out again? It's like uh it doesn't matter. They just they it did it in time. That's all you need to know. Um and, and I feel like this is where you can go back because like Mal Mal was throwing some some bars at uh Cobb earlier when they were having their little final sit down and shit. She's like, bitch, how, how do you know that the Cobalt Corporation isn't just a subconscious thing about to whoop your ass and that? You don't know if you're just dreaming at all. Cut to what you said earlier in the movie, uh, uh, in this episode, Randy, that um, whenever this old legendary bastard's on screen oh, is Michael reality, Kane. Michael Kine. Michael Kine. If I'm here, it's real. If I'm here. But I got to say, it doesn't make sense that he was waiting him waiting for him at the airport. Not. Because like, he, he was a super criminal that was going to get arrested on site even though i love how when saito woke up in the real I don't world like, immediately again immediately i don't think it phone. was actually like i don't think it was government after him it was just a corporation like either way i just love how when saito wakes up he's like oh fuck i i, I haven't i stopped dying for 50 years this is nice let me make this quick phone call right. who did he call whatever what is this number <laughs> he's just like he called every cop or the CIA guy and that he knows and like just like yeah uh remember that thing you're trying to get that's okay you can stop you can stop it's fucking rich people bro yeah either way that rich people he, can do that he, he makes a call cop doesn't get super arrested or whatever the fuck and um <laughs> he goes home and like Michael Caine's still there so technically this is, this is technically real yeah by that comment I guess uh, he finally sees the faces of his children because he refused to look at his kids in any other fucking dreamscape at all. And um, you finally see these goddamn children who are actually brother and sister in real life. Oh, yeah, Claire uh, Greer and uh, uh, Jonathan Gear or Geary, whatever. Geary, y'all are y'all are fucking teenagers now, or a person your young adulthood. Right. So much time has fucking passed. Jesus. Um. <laughs> so he spins the fucking totem right, but he don't give a fuck. He just walks away from it. He doesn't even give a fuck. I think I think that that's what we should have really like focused on. That he didn't give a fuck. He spun yeah. the bitch, walked the fuck away, went to his goddamn kids. You see it wobble. Cuts the black. We never see it fall. And I was like, it fall. it's fine. It doesn't care. Michael Caine was there. Michael Caine was there. 
He was there. The killer of your mother's here. And you just bring him. <laughs> but whatever. Happy in the bloody doors off now. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Um, that's the goddamn movie, guys. Right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's tally time. Let's find out how many people were horrifically murdered. <laughs> Dreamscape or otherwise. Let's get to our body count. All right, so two are dead for sure. Two actual deaths. Two actual deaths. That's it. But there's 40 dream people that just vanished in the ether. 40 brain cells slaughtered. Oh, so it's 42 total. (laughs) 42. I'll I'll take it. That's a lot of dead aberrations, nigga. Yeah. Um, But I just love how cops are like, shh, shh, it's okay. Ignore it. They're not real. They're not real. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. Just like a video game. They're not real. Uh, Let's talk about our favorite subject, guys. The nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that boy. Just a little bit of titties. Right now. Right now. <laughs> Zero. No, nobody. There's no reason to get naked, honestly. Got, even, even there's no there's time for sex dreams in here. There's no time. There's really no time. There's no time. There's no time to squeeze there's, a dream titty. They talk about weeks and hours and years, and it's like there's no time to sit down and just do things like <laughs> slap cheeks, except for Saito. Saito. Except for Saito. He's the one. He's the only one that was getting action. Um. Let's talk about our favorite character, guys. I already gave it away on mine, but our shining star. Who is our favorite character? Let's talk about our Joe Grizzly Award recipient, Running Runner Savage. Who is your Joe Grizzly? Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. I went with uh, Ames. I went with Tom Hardy. Yeah. That, that's both of them. Like, look, bro. Ames and Arthur, dog, did a lot of heavy lifting. Staying behind. You, I mean, hell, even Yusuf, Yusuf in his van. Like, everyone who stayed behind had a lot of work to do. And they had to do it by themselves. Now, granted, having an impervious van isn't as hard. It's, it's an argument between zero gravity fights and fighting an entire goddamn army, nigga. Like it's right. with just your gun, with just your gun and 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 and, and, and your wit and your charisma, nigga. And a giant pack of explosives. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot. But like, I, I had to give it to Arthur because he he had to put in, he had to kill a nigga. It was kind of funny how he shot that motherfucker in inertia. Is <laughs> what stopped him. <laughs> but then he had to choke a nigga out. In zero gravity, bro. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot. And and I would have never I would have never figured out how to wake them niggas up. I would have just probably try to line their heads up and shoot them all in the head at the same time. I wouldn't know what to do. Just, just wrap them and throw them out the window. Ah! <laughs> um it's final verdict time, guys. Knee pads and slippers, what that means. If we truly enjoy this movie, we give it a maximum of two knee pads where we fall to the worst of position, given the movie is just due, or we think this is a Oh God. There was like no food in this movie. <laughs> I want to eat anything. There's no time to eat. Nope. Uh, a disgusting cocktail of ass. We give it two hater slippers where we um, basically just hold the memories of our bitch wife in a fucking <laughs> cell where they go insane and slowly murder all our friends whenever we enter the dreamscape and ruin all our jobs. Uh, running, running savage. You've the slippers. This movie still kind of slaps. <laughs> uh, yeah. And like, 
It really is. It really is a fun movie to watch, and it really needs to be watched like as big as you can get it. Yeah. With a really impressive sound system. Yes. If you don't have a subwoofer, do not watch the movie. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Like, because my TV like was struggling to like. <laughs> but two knee pads. Two knee pads. I really like this movie. Uh, I've seen it like fourteen times. It's, I even wrote a short film that's kind of based on that Mr. Charles idea, but it oh, ended nice. up being a joke. But it, <laughs> it was it was just that Gordon Levitt part was like, I'm here, I'm here to be like, I'm here to protect you from the dream people. It's like really? He's like, no, I just wanted to make out with you for a little bit. All right, here you go, bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, it's too many bads. The fuck out of here, bro. Like this hour is a two hours and 30 minutes and I'm, I'm sitting here like this was great like I didn't feel it and, yeah um, I, and what's funny is like, I saw this recently not knowing that it was on the docket so I was like fuck I gotta watch this again and I didn't really hate it it didn't piss me off no that's good so yeah so that says a lot because I I'm weird and I, it was uh, to be fair it was a quick addition because uh, like the movie I chose didn't make any fucking sense <laughs> what, did you, what was the what was original in the movie um I think it was insidious. What? Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you fixed that. We're going to do that eventually, but what the fuck's wrong with you? Well, oh, fuck. We're going to have to do that eventually because there's a new one coming out. Yeah, that's why. And I was like, it was insidious was slated to here, but it got pushed back. Yeah. And so I never moved. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'll fix that. We'll be doing that soon, guys. Stay tuned for that. Um, Speaking of which, yeah. So two, two knee pads all around. This shit's amazing. Um, What the fuck are we doing next, Randy? Well, it's been about two months since we've done one. I think it's oh, time for a Patreon shit. pick. Oh, fuck. Do we know what it is? Yep. What is it? It's called Demons. <laughs> I. <laughs> Dario Argento's Demons. Okay. Well, it was good while it lasted. <laughs> Oh man, we must go straight in the fucking back to oh, oh, there goes our algorithm, guys. We'll see y'all next week when we do a movie. Hopefully, that people care about. I never even heard of this shit. Nah, it sounds it sounds fun. It's gonna be a fun episode, but no one's gonna listen to it. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> for only three dollars, you can ruin our momentum for uh, <laughs> our Patreon. Uh, whatever. We'll see y'all next week.